This is Fire Chat with Marilla podcast, life and real estate tips and hacks to share with you because it's about life until it's about real estate. Grab a tea, coffee or hot chocolate and let's chat. How is the market? Hot real estate news, pro tips, interviews, insights and fan facts for balance and empowerment, including mindfulness meditation and food for thought Sundays. And do subscribe to Fire Chat with Marilla podcast on your favorite platform so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you. And thanks for listening. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Marilla Kale, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Marilla. Welcome. Well, today I have a really, really special guest for you. It's another mystery guest. And you won't believe all these things this lady does. It's unbelievable. And she will give us some wonderful tips on real estate investing, which is absolutely fabulous. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her first before I reveal who my guest actually is. So uh, take a listen to this. So Nancy started her investment career at the age of, get this, 26, right? Uh, purchasing a five-unit Victorian in San Francisco. She fell in love with real estate and continued to expand her investments. She has owned single-family rentals and small and large multifamily buildings and mobile home parks for over 30 years. Nancy is an attorney also. She owned and operated Chillag & Associates, a law firm in Menro Park, California, for over 25 years before me in retiring in 2013. Nancy is also a certified public, certified public accountant and real estate broker. Since retiring from the practice of law, Nancy formed Primary Home Solutions, which is, let's see, sorry, uh, through which she purchases and renovates single-family homes. She is also the founder of 23rd Street Investors, a real estate syndication company. Wow, right? This is amazing. I am so starstruck right now, even though I do know Nancy for a little time, and we will maybe say a couple of things about that. So I am thrilled to introduce to you Nancy Chillag. She's on my show. I can't believe it. Hi, it's Nancy. It's a pleasure to be here. I am so excited to have you on. Well, we've known each other for a couple of years. A we, few. Yeah, a few. We met in, uh, actually, uh, when we both danced for Wawichania, a Polish folk dance group in San Francisco, which we are still connected through, kind of, right? Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Remind me real quick, like, what? where is your Polish background from? On which side of the family? My mother. Your mom. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And I have to add, though, that besides all these wonderful things that you are doing, like a Wonder Woman, you have three beautiful daughters. Yeah. That and you three raised. Grandkids. And three grandkids. Congratulations. My God. Yeah. It's amazing. So 
Uh, so, Nancy, it's so fun to have you on the show, first of all. And I know that you've been now, how long have you been doing the investing, the 23rd Street Investors business? About four years. I mean, most of the mm -hmm. time I was investing on my own. Mm -hmm. And so about four years ago, I got into the syndication end of it, where I'm bringing other investors in to invest alongside me. Okay, can you... Instead of just doing it all myself. Okay, wonderful. And so you primarily work with investments in the Bay Area, or is it also outside of the Bay Area? Um, I don't do these investments in California at all. Mm -hmm. So That's what I thought. It's usually the Southeast... Mm -hmm. okay. Southeast, Southwest. Um, okay. We try to invest where it's landlord friendly. <laughs> right. And that there's some cash flow <laughs> left over when, exactly. when you invest. Absolutely. Okay. So fantastic. This is very, very intriguing and interesting. And so can you give us like a quick overview of what it means, what it is? What What is the syndicate? What is that? Syndications are where... Um, the investors or the principal people find an investment, in my case, apartment buildings. Okay. And then we find investors that want to invest with us. We bring them in as limited partners, which means once they put their money in, they just sit back and it's a passive investment. They don't have to worry about the tenants or contractors or anything. We do all the work. Right, and then so. we usually hold the investments for about five years. And then at the end of that time, we, you know, sell it. And during that time period, uh, the passive investors will get some cash flow. And then at the end, they'll get part of the profits. Okay, wonderful. And so I know that, you know, telling people what the return on investment is, maybe it's too general, because it probably depends on each investment. But like, in general, can you give us an idea what the return could be? When we are underwriting a deal, and we underwrite a lot of deals, um, and we say no a lot more than we say yes. Good. <laughs> uh, but we're targeting to double people's money within five years. Wow. And wow. so that equates to usually, you know, around 18 to 20% um, internal rate of return. Wow. That's, that's amazing, right? Especially since, I mean, being a landlord, it's not a fun thing. You know, I've only gotten to do it a very short time for a very short time <laughs> on like one room, you know, and so uh, it wasn't actually a bad thing. But, um, but in the long run, if you have multiple units, I can see how, you know, that can be difficult and especially in california you guys that don't deal with california i'm not surprised right <laughs> so um tell me what is the difference between active and passive investing in your in so your so active investing is like when you go out you buy a single family home and you work with the contractors you fix it up you put a tenant in and then you manage it okay you know for however long you want and you deal with repairs, you deal with contractors, you deal with the tenants, you deal with the lenders, you deal with escrow, you handle everything. That's being an active investor. A passive investor is where, you know, there's an opportunity that comes along, you review the paperwork on it. If it fits with your goals, then you put your money in and you sit back and 
get cash flow. We call it mailbox money. And you don't have to deal with any of the problems of running a property. Right, exactly. Okay. Now tell me, Nancy, what, in your opinion, is better to invest in, um, in single family homes or multifamily units? Well, I mean, obviously now I think it's uh, multifamily. I had a lot of single family homes mm -hmm. over the years. And one of the, the issues is that, you know, you have a bad tenant let's say they don't pay rent and it takes you six months to get them out or they cause damage. It can wipe out all your profits, <clears throat> excuse me, all of your profits for the year. Uh, where with multifamily, you know, you've got a hundred unit building and you have one bad tenant, you know, that doesn't pay rent. You still have, you know, 99 units that are paying rent. Yeah. So you have that leverage so, definitely, right? With multiple units. Sure. Yeah, and your property much. management cost is less. You know, if you have several houses and you hire a property manager, you know, you're going to pay them more than what I would pay percentage wise um, for a large unit. Right, right. So um, do you do you hire like management companies to manage these units or do you? Of course. Yeah. So we have professional management companies. Right. We use, we have an on site. Yeah. Um, manager we usually have on-site maintenance people and then we have a regional management company that handles everything for us now are these guys actually do they work for you guys or are they third-party companies they're independent they work for a number of you know Right, different building owners. owners, and you. Oh, but you vet them, I'm sure, for your. Well, purposes. not only vet them, but a lot of times they're handling numerous buildings for us mm -hmm. in that area. Ah, okay, wonderful. So, uh, where, in your opinion, right now is the best place to invest? Well, I wouldn't invest in California. Uh, you know, with the the numbers just don't work very well because things are too expensive. And it's not a very landlord friendly state. It's very difficult no. to get tenants out, you know, during COVID, a it's lot of tenants worse. were paying rent. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have that problem in our buildings. And, you know, it's difficult to say that one place is better than another. What we look for are areas that have job growth, mm -hmm. that have population growth, that have low crime statistics and you know that are landlord friendly right okay gotcha okay now you know our market here is pretty tight right now the uh, as far as you know uh, availability of properties and not only that it's pretty much nationwide right so uh it's a similar problem with the low inventory so do you find that a big challenge right now to find these units or is it on the multiple unit side is it a little bit easier to find these investments well, you know, multifamily buildings are different than single family. Yes. Because single family, people are buying things to live in, not necessarily as investments. Exactly. Nobody's buying a 100-unit apartment building to live in it. Really you know, know, and the values are based on the rental income. Right, exactly. As opposed to single family, which is based on emotion. <laughs> Very much so. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, Which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. But with multifamily, you just, you know, run the numbers and 
you know, if it works, it works. And over the last several years, it's been very difficult to get buildings. Um, and they, you know, were going up in value, rents were increasing, so the properties were increasing. Now it's become a little bit better, mm-hmm. especially since the interest rates have gone up. You know, mm-hmm. it's making it a little easier to find places. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because it's it's a very different set of criteria, right? When you're buying uh, an income property like this, like you said, it's based not on a personal credit or a, a person's credit. It's based actually on the income that this property brings in and the expenses and and that. Exactly. So so it's very different. So, yeah. So would you say now because the climate, you know, it's kind of good and bad, right? Because people are afraid a little bit. They've heard about the banking issues and um so you know they they're a little jittery right we have some buyers that were a little bit jittery that with the stock market going up and down these rates kind of fluctuating but now they're coming back as far as what we can see you know kind of back coming back from the sidelines so actually we're seeing multiple offers again and a lot of activity in our open houses here locally um so i wonder because it doesn't seem like it's really affecting uh, people in a way that maybe the news was right. They always they always portray this as the end of the world, and we know that this situation is very different from the recessionary times that we faced in the two thousand eight and two thousand tens. The unemployment was crazy through the roof back then. Uh, people lost their jobs. They lost everything. It was really really dire. Now we have layoffs in the tech industry, they're still happening. I was just talking to my, one of my clients yesterday who works for Facebook, but people are forgetting, and I was like checking with him on this because I said, you know, they did overhire a little bit, you know, in the last couple of years, right? They were hiring a lot of people, they were doing a lot, and yeah, so, so that was the case, and so they're kind of leveling this off right now, you know? Uh, so what is your opinion? What do you think with the banking? Is that going to affect the market? I know we don't have a crystal ball, but what are what is your projection for this year and next year? What, How is the real estate market going to look? Oh, give me a crystal ball. <laughs> I know, we don't have it. But, you know, uh, everyone... You know, is, yeah. People were afraid of the interest rates, you know, and what I know several people who wanted to buy a house when the interest rates were in the you know high fours, low fives, and this one person, they were in escrow, and within one week, the bank raised the interest rates to over six, so they couldn't qualify anymore. Yeah. So I think what you're finding are people are still needing housing. They're having to look at less expensive homes, you know, so that they can qualify for a loan, but that, doesn't mean that there's a lot of inventory out there, which is why I think that you're seeing, you know, multiple offers. Yeah, we definitely don't have enough inventory. And, uh, you know, well, one of the reasons is that people are sitting on a lot of equity this time, you know, and also they have those those low rates, right, that they got, they got used to. And everyone forgot that not so long ago, the rates actually were fives and fours, you know, until they got the crazy, to so the crazy twos and threes. And I mean, and you and I remember them being like nine and... <laughs> You know, way back when, 16. 16 and 17. <laughs> exactly. So, you know. You know and people were still buying houses. Oh, yeah, then. of now course. Five points. Yeah. You know, I mean, it exactly. was just 
crazy. <laughs> I never thought I'd see interest rates below 10. I know. It's ridiculous. So things change, you know, of course, you know, nothing's perfect. But I mean, it, it, they have stabilized a little bit more. And the thing is, though, we have, you know, if you have a good lender, like, you know, uh, they can, they come up with all kinds of different ways to address it. And there's ways to buy down the rate. And there's actually ways to help the sellers and the buyers in this. So, if a seller is, you know, stuck because they're thinking, oh, if I go buy another house, I'm going to have to pay this big rate now. I'm sitting on a nice rate. Well, there is a way to deal with that, you know. And I always tell people, like, you know, you, first of all, you have to be ready. Buyers have to be ready, pre-approved fully, you know, no prequel. You have to be really ready to go, you know, when the house comes up because everyone else is going to be, <laughs> you know, who's really serious. And there's a lot of competition. But, you know, so... Would you say that because, you know, people are throwing these questions out there and some people are letting that fear, you know, control them, right? And they're like, oh, well, the banking's not good. This is, not, is this a good time to buy? Is this a good time to invest? Is this a good time to invest in real estate, in your opinion? Well, the best time to invest in real estate was 10 years ago. Okay. Or 20 years ago. The second best hindsight. Now. Hindsight 2020. <laughs> you know, you can't really go wrong with real estate. Unlike the Thank stock you. market, you know, it's a real asset. It's a tangible if you're asset. buying in California, right. in general, it has always gone up. Right. You know, it may, yeah. you know, go like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but over but time, it always over goes time, like this. It's yeah. going to go up. Yeah. The trajectory is always going up. So, right. of course, it has to adjust. I mean, every 10 years, things adjust, you know. It's like mm -hmm. if you've been around long enough, you've yeah. seen it adjust, you know, a few I've times. I've seen it adjust a number right. of times. Yeah, it's like, you know, but it still goes up. So, you know, the best yeah. time to invest in real estate is as soon as you can. Okay, wonderful. So, tell me, how can people reach out to you or how can they find more information? So my there. company, as you mentioned earlier, is 23rd Street Investors. Mm -hmm. And if you go to 23rdstreetinvestors.com forward slash webinar, I have a webinar that explains exactly what we do, how it works. We go through some of our past deals, um, you know, to show what type of projections we're working with, what we were able to return to investors. And, you know, it talks about all the tax benefits and, you know, other benefits of investing in multifamily apartments. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like it's covered if they want to find out anything from, from, and I'm, I'm sure they can contact you. Is there an email they can send you an email or? Sure. Nancy at 23rdstreetinvestors.com. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. And what we do is we we talk to people about investing and if it's a fit then you become a member of our investor club okay and when we have deals then we advertise those to our investors and you can decide to invest or not there's never any pressure to invest there's no cost to join our club it's just a way to become aware of investments that are out there Okay, and so are your investors also part owners? Is this like a kind of a... Well, technically, as a limited partner, you're mm -hmm. part you owner in yeah. the company that owns the property. Right. Gotcha. Correct. Okay, great. And so you get the tax benefits as well. Those flow through to you. That's important too, right? And you're a CPA, so you can say that. 
<laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I can't really, but you can. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, wow. This is really, really um, interesting. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people may find that, um, find that it's a good vehicle for them, right? Because of this lack of time and, and you know, pressure and, and having to own your own, you know, multi-unit building, which, you know, a lot of like, even if I have buyers who are like first time home buyers and they're looking at something that's uh, more of an, an, you know, maybe a deal to begin with, but then it's like, you guys don't even have time to see these houses. Like, how are you gonna run a project to <laughs> renovate this, you know? And actually, you know, it, it, maybe you'll save a little money and then you uncover that you need 250,000 of work you know, put in to fix something and you're going to be back in the same square one, you know? So um, would you recommend that sometimes, you know, when uh, people are starting to invest in real estate and they don't necessarily need a house to buy a house at first, would it be a good idea to start with something like this to invest and Absolutely. then maybe I buy a house? I had investment properties long before I bought my own it house. It sounds like it. it. Yeah. So because now I've heard this, you know, over and over again, that actually, you know, that it's not necessarily a great, uh, great way to go, to go into that big mortgage first, you know, and so, so a lot of these stories are, hey, you know, maybe get a, a, a du what's it called, um, a duplex, right, when you have just two units, and if you have to live in one, live in one, rent the other one, right? Kind of That's start a with real that. Common way that people get into real estate, right? But I mean, these syndicates are, you know, I mean, this is like an ideal situation because really you don't have to deal with so much, and you still are partly own you own an asset that exists out there, instead of the exactly. you know the stock market, which is so intangible, right? It's just there, and God knows. We've seen it go up and down like crazy. So it's not well, a bad thing. It's part of you your portfolio. Tax benefits there you go. The right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's great. Okay. What else is going on, Nancy? Where are the grandkids? <laughs> My grandkids are in Tucson. Oh. Unfortunately, they're not local. Are they all in Tucson? Or, yeah? yeah. My oh. oldest daughter has three children. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, well, three under three, three under three. God bless her. How is she yeah. doing that? That's crazy. Right. Very but then busy. again, I have, we have three between us, me and my husband. So I have two from Peter, you know, Peter, my son. So, mm -hmm. so they're in Vegas. And then we have Asher from my stepson who, you know, I, he's been part of my life since he was five years old. So he's my other kid basically. And so Asher is now got 19 months. And then Emily and Jack are five and four. So uh, they're just, you know, a little, you know how they are, right? We're proud Baptists. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the apple of our eyes. I mean, isn't that amazing, though? Look at how time flies. Can you believe we're talking about our grandkids here right now? No, no, I cannot believe it. <laughs> and we were just goofing off not too long ago, dancing and having a good time, right? That was yeah. fun, though. Those years were fun. And I hope that we have something coming up, maybe some kind of a reunion. Well, uh, a few years from now. Yeah, yeah maybe we can uh, put Mary Kay up to that. <laughs> she can organize <laughs> something. Well, Nancy, it's so nice to have you. Oh, um, okay. I got a little warning here. <laughs> 
Okie doke. So uh, that was so nice to have you. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I there am you still are. Here. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Always good to see of you. Of course, always good to see you too. I'm going to upload and send you a link so you can have access to it as well as uh, probably in a yeah. couple of days I'll have it ready. Thanks so All much, right. Nancy. Have a great day and I'll you talk too. to you soon. Ciao. Since tomorrow is Easter, I would like to wish everyone a joyful, peaceful, and happy Easter celebration. Also, it is the time of Passover, so happy Passover if you celebrate and anything else that you may celebrate this weekend. I hope you have time to reflect, to be grateful, to celebrate, and to think of new things um, coming up because it is a time for a renewal. It is a time for reflection and looking forward to the future because definitely a refresher in terms of, you know, watching even nature, right? Uh, come up again, the trees bloom and the, you know, hopefully the rains <laughs> subside and have more sunshine and warmth coming our way. Yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you soon. Stay informed, be well, and be kind. And I'll talk to you soon. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.